All right, y'all, we back. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what up, what up, what up, though? Y'all, it seems like it's been forever. I'm like, damn, I miss them. I can't wait to record. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's been like, what, a week? Or just a week. <laughs> just a week? Oh, okay. But it be well, two weeks. So two weeks, yeah. Two weeks, weeks, two weeks. Yeah, it's been a minute. I was like, man, where y'all been at? <laughs> How was everybody's weekend? Well, how was my weekend? I think I've been having pretty cool weekends. The last two. Yeah. No complaints. I feel like this is how people end up in relationships with people they don't want to be in relationships with because, like, it's been raining nonstop. It's cold as hell. It gets dark at 7 o'clock. Like, lonely. (laughs) I'm so... I mean, just fuck it. DM me if you want to start a little quick relationship. I'm a cheat. And we go. <laughs> but I'm going to treat you good as fuck. You don't even know. Hey. <laughs> My weekend was good, y'all. I was I went out of town. I was telling them before we recorded. It's so many niggas in the South. So many niggas. Unlimited. <laughs> Everywhere. Clearly, we're in the North. <laughs> Clearly. This ain't even Midwest. This Clearly. Is- <laughs> so with that being said I think I'm gonna move hell yeah um but yeah my weekend's been great um been busy as hell but it's been alright oh my god I've been having baby fever and I just seen a cutest baby oh my god honestly you need to relax with baby fever I <laughs> do I do but oh my honestly. god look oh so cute little cutie pie mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, you want an actual baby, or you just want to be pregnant? I don't want to be pregnant, but I want the baby. Oh. I hate being pregnant. Yeah. Would y'all ever get a surrogate? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, because I get way too sick. I would. I've asked my mom, my sister, and Ashley. Why would you put your mother through that? Nobody, <laughs> nobody told me yes. My mom told me hell no. <laughs> of course. And to get the fuck out her face. Basically, <laughs> quit playing with me. My sister was just like, no. Ashley said she would do it. Oh, That's a real True love. Plan. Legit. Nobody told me yes. <laughs> I haven't asked anyone. Maybe I should start asking people. I don't know. The pregnancy is what scares me. The labor don't really scare me that much. The labor gives me the heebie-jeebies. The pregnancy, be like, I would just milk it for all it's worth. Like, <laughs> please, someone come bring me Gatorade. We got any shout-outs this week? Kind of. Okay. You know me. I'm always shouting out our haters. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just so tired of the take control hate. But the thing about it is the people that hate us really love us for real. So I need everybody to pick a fucking side and fucking stay there because yeah. I'm sick of the back and forth. I'm sick of the blow blows, the shots, the disses, <laughs> all that shit. Like, you love us or hate us, you can't do both. You cannot do both. You know, I just come to the realization that Y'all going to listen because y'all hate us or y'all going to listen because y'all love us. Either way, y'all listening. So, whatever. But I agree. Pick a side. Keep that same energy. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's our social media? Uh, Twitter is Take Control Pod. Email TakeControlPodcast at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. And our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, guys, to listen, rate, and review on iTunes because we want to start making money. 
So we need our listens to go up. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Listener questions. Okay, so this was my question last week, I think. Um, I put this on my story. Should you wait until after the first disagreement before establishing a relationship? I say yes. Mm, why? Okay, so you know you go through that honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Everything is just fairy tales and ice cream and shit. Mm-hmm. But then you argue, mm-hmm. and then you realize, I really don't like this nigga. Yeah. Or I don't like the way you handle certain things. Right. So I feel like I at least want to get through a disagreement with somebody before establishing if I want to be in a relationship. Well, isn't that what the talking stage is for? How long is y'all's honeymoon stages last? Because I have gotten into an argument I mean, with completely. in the first Like, <laughs> for real, I was talking to somebody for about five months. The first argument happened and we stopped talking. Damn. Yeah, that's true. So, and like looking back on it, I'm pretty sure he didn't like the way... I handled things. I didn't like the way he handled things. So it's like, do you really want to get in a relationship and then realize you don't like the way that person acts or behaves or handles or communicates or whatever? So I said disagreement. And literally, we had no disagreements up until that first one. And then we stopped. Did you talking. get a chance to see how he reacted when he was like upset or pissed off? Like, okay. Because I say, I sometimes think that's like a clear indicator, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, because I'm the type of person when I get pissed off at somebody, like, I'm pissed, but then, like, afterwards, I'm like, fuck you, I hate you, eat a dog's dick. Then, like, <laughs> <laughs> then, like, 10 minutes later, I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> and I need that same energy. Like, we can't be mad at each other forever. Forever. Like, it's yeah. not like, let's talk through it, let's figure it out. But yeah, you're right. Because if, you if you're trying to stay mad at me for, like, days on end, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, and leave me alone. And then I feel like if you already in a relationship and y'all have that falling out, but you decide to take that person back, that's kind of the, the tone that you're setting for mm-hmm. the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, like, if your issue is, for me, you don't communicate, but we're already in a relationship and I don't want to let this relationship go, you're going to keep continuing yeah. to not communicate. Yeah. And then that's a cycle that I created. So, just my theory. No, I definitely feel it. You say, go ahead and get into a relationship beforehand. I just feel like during the talking, dating phase, we're going to probably have a disagreement. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm just going with, just take your time. Yeah. That makes sense. Perfect sense. All right. So the second question was, would you be okay with never getting head if the sex was good? No. Uh, I say yes. C. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. I mean, I understand why you would say that. Nope. Not doing it. Not going. Nope. But, okay, so what if what if he always wants head but never gives it? Then what? But the sex nope. is good. I don't care. Damn. I feel like maybe you just haven't had the right. I have. You have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it wouldn't bother me. Mm, I have too, but it's like it doesn't matter because it didn't come with the, it wasn't the whole Shebang. Shebang. <laughs> you know, so it was fire. Yeah. Y'all know I get a little queasy about you know I'm a biblical Yo, we'll woman. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is just too much. I'm getting I'm getting red in the face. <laughs> but no, I could go without it. And then what what are you doing beforehand? Like oral is the lead up. <sighs> look at that. Look at modest why woman. Why did y'all put this on here if y'all didn't I talk about it? <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, because I want to talk about. Yes. I, I had a different question. Damn sure I ain't putting that this on. You said putting on. I may be way I, too comfortable with talking about sex. That's a good thing. It's not. I feel like that. People need to talk about it. But it's enough for me. Um, I have a reason why I don't care, but I. I mean, I feel like when you are there emotionally and mentally, and. You don't need like a whole lot of you don't need a lot yeah. you don't need a long introduction. Basically, like you know why I'm here. <laughs> True. What's up? True. You know because when you are there, when you see somebody, it's like it be ready, <laughs> and you know and what? then you be ready. That has been my situation because the feelings was in it. But looking back, it's like, what the fuck was you thinking? Like, why? Why was you just carrying on all this time? But not without- getting ahead as much as you wanted it. Obviously, you were okay with it in the moment, though. But it was the feelings. Yes. Whack. I think now that I'm older, maybe that's like that cougar shit. Like, no. <laughs> I need, you need it. some nasty freak shit going on. Like, mm. all of that. Really? Interesting. Not like, what did we say? It was like a thin line between... Um, freaky and nasty. Freaky and nasty. So maybe nasty, not necessarily freaky. But anyway, we can change the subject. Because... Biblical women here checking in on a nice Sunday. <laughs> it is Sunday, and I did go to church. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> How are we going? Never mind. We're not going to talk about sex no more. Anyway. Oh, what's on our hot topics? Cardi B and Rihanna. Oh, okay. Cardi B and Rihanna refused to do the Super Bowl halftime show because of Kaepernick. Um, I Mom, see get off of my live. <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god tell her i say hey the girl said hey guys <laughs> my mom tuned in my mom is nosy get off of she here she had to tune in real quick well, i'm glad she joined after, after right uh-huh. <laughs> um i seen a post that jermaine dupree feels like these musicians need to perform at the halftime show to basically um convey whatever message they're trying to put out I don't know. I f- I'm not against them not performing. I'm okay with them not performing. I'm. A- I mean, what were they going to come out in their militant like Black Power <laughs> outfits? Like Beyonce did that one year. Like, what message is are they going to convey with their sing. songs? Right. Like, you know, like so. I don't really get it. Like, just like Chrisette Michelle, I think got a lot of backlash for perform- performing at Trump's inauguration. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't really get that. Like, what are you really coming out to express through your music? It's not like, what is Rihanna going to, like, she doesn't have a lot of, you know, fight for power songs or whatever. Like, no. Right. Mm-mm. Mm, I mean, I feel like, I say don't perform because if you know Beyonce's performing, people are tuning in that don't watch the Super Bowl. Right. Just to right. see the halftime show. Right. So if you're looking at it from a financial standpoint, don't watch. You know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. do it. Don't watch. Whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know. Like you said, I don't really think they have songs that they could convey some kind of message. But Mm-mm. I think it's dope that they decided to stand up and, you know, decline. I think that's super dope. Especially Cardi B. What message is she going to send? Yeah. Come on. Just in rain, sit it down. And then I think, I think these major corporations are starting to really understand um, the black dollar. You know what I mean? So... And tapping into that. So I think if you have people that are um, well-known, like Cardi B and Rihanna saying, no, we're not going to do it, um, we're standing with Kaepernick, then it may produce some kind of results. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I look like a mom today. (laughs) 
<laughs> you momming. You momming. <laughs> so did y'all hear about this? Um, a school cook was fired after serving kids kangaroo meat. I seen it and I thought that was so gross. I probably will fight somebody because don't be feeding my kids that bullshit. How do you even get a hold of kangaroo meat? Where do you get a kangaroo? I don't know because I thought the motherfuckers was in Australia, so exactly. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. That isn't where are you going to get a kangaroo at besides the zoo in America? Gross though, man. That shit make me want to be vegan. Yeah. Sorry, school your kid. <laughs> but that shit was good as fuck. Let me see what kind of candy. Probably was tasting like chicken. We got a whole bag of candy over here from Halloween. Did y'all do anything for Halloween? Um, I went to a Halloween party with my friends. I worked at our Halloween party. Mm. You look so cute. You Thanks, did look cute. Guys. You getting thick. You are. I'm getting what? Thick. thick. I'm not. It's just my hips. It's Which an illusion. Pisses me off because I have the skinniest legs and I have these hips and it's just looks Giving you fake. Giving you BBL vibes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, ew, bro. Like. <sighs> Damn, we ain't got a BBL. The jig is up. <laughs> as soon as I start working out consistently and I get my ass back right, it's really going to look disgusting. Mm-hmm. But what workouts do you do to actually get, like, your lower legs? I don't, you, none. I, none. Right. Yeah, because people be doing it. I think you got to have some sort of fat in them from the beginning now. Yeah. Have you started Maybe recording? Like, yes. Hi, Kanata. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Like weightlifting. Uh, okay, somebody got to take the timeline because my friend is calling and I can't answer. Damn, friend. Dang it. You can't it ain't that kind of friend. And you can't sit in the voicemail, though. Damn. I'm just going to pull out the whole bag. Okay. This is my best friend. Okay. So let's talk about Cardi and Nikki's ongoing beef. Are we tired of it? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, first of all, Cardi's Instagram is, look, I'm so ghetto, y'all. I'm a real <laughs> black woman. I'm in this bitch <laughs> braiding up my hair. But anyway, um, I'm sorry, y'all. We're going live, and we are also, <laughs> so it's a little bit everywhere. <laughs> but anyway, like, are we tired of it? Like, first of all, it's funny as fuck because Cardi let the chopper sing Man. on, <laughs> all 15 on <videos>. Instagram. <laughs> Like, what? That was funny as hell. All 15 videos. All 15 videos. She did not stop. No. She said, oh, I got something today. Her and her little orange wig was going. <laughs> I'm sick of Nikki shit. Yeah. I'm I'm just over it. Like, it was done. Mm-hmm. Wasn't nobody talking about it. Yeah. Okay, but how about she talked all that shit and it was like, okay, all positivity from here on no, out. No, bitch. Yes. No. Yes. After Cardi said, so either we gonna play nice or... We can meet up. Yeah, party. we can squab it out. I'm sick of Nikki shit. I'm sick of Nikki. Nikki is giving all the old bitches like myself <gasps> a bad name. In Sagittarius. <laughs> yes, she is like, let it go. Like, let the young ones shine. You had a good run. You had a great run. Like, leave while you hot. Don't lame yourself out. And I'm now she's she did it because she put a single out, like, the same day or the next day. Yeah. With Tiger, Tiger, whatever. Girl, yeah. I can't. I, I low key just want Cardi to beat her up. Like, mm-hmm. me too. Just beat her up. I mean, I think it's going to happen before it's all said and done. And then my thing is, they made a good point on the radio. You're talking about Rob beat her up so bad and you were mad because, you know, she could come back and sue you. Hey, Kanata. Um, <laughs> and, uh,. Why Wait, would who beat who up? Ra Ali saying that she beat Cardi to the point where she had that knot on her head versus the story that everybody was saying that security, security. hit Cardi. And it's like, okay, you you were worried about getting sued, but bitch, you just told on yourself. Like, uh, 
What like pick a side? That's what you know. Cardi was saying like he pick a side, any side. Make make sure your story makes sense because at this point you just talking like mm-hmm. talking. I'm sick of Nikki. She gave me schizo vibes. She's bipolar as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I just can't. She always screaming and. Safria. And I can't. I, I just can't with her. I'm so sick of her. I'm so sick of her. That was funny. I, yeah, cut the shit. Completely. I want to um, show them this. This is disgusting. What is it? <laughs> this pile of candy. Oh. <laughs> so what was the next thing? Oh, <laughs> Fab and Emily. I am so disappointed in her for doing that. Because you know they did it because... So he wouldn't face jail time. Yeah. So if you guys haven't heard, uh, Fab and Emily got married in a private ceremony um, right after the story came out. people can hear. That he was indicted. You chewing on the candy? Or on the live? Here on the live. Oh, yeah. They should be able to. Because my speaker's at the bottom and it's on the. Oh. They should be able to. Um, Can y'all hear us talking? Somebody tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Emily, I, I don't have nothing to say. Prayers for her. I think when you are very deep, deep in the situation, you kind of can't see what everyone else can see. And I feel like she is unfortunately in a sunken place. And prayers to her. I hope that at least they can stop the domestic violence. I think this is what she wanted. It's like getting something you wanted your whole entire life, regardless of how you get it, how you get it. And I think she wanted to be his wife more than anything in this world, more than she probably wanted him to be faithful, probably wanted him to, you know, treat her right, do the right thing. Like I just think she really wanted to be his wife more than anything else in this world. And now she got it. Yeah. And now she got it. (laughs) And so now it's like, that's what I wanted. That's very sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. That's how I got to get a ring on when it. Nah, yeah. I, you ain't going 12 years to slave me, then crown me. Nah. After you knock my teeth out. Nope. Yeah. I ain't doing it. And and Emily, Emily, did he threaten to kill her, too? And oh, her yeah, daddy. And her daddy. They got married. Love hurts. You know. No. It shouldn't. that. <laughs> no. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But I get it, because I've been, I've been in love before. I don't think I've been that um, far in love. Listen. Eh, I done put it with some shit, but... yeah. That sunken place. We all have, but like, I just, I don't know. I just think about her. But for kids. you to be that bad, yeah, got like, your own. Now they calling her daughter a side chick. Yeah, we seen that to mm-hmm. who? She was messing with G Herbo. Ain't that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, ain't that the rapper from Chicago? Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. I prayers up. I hope yeah. it's a union that they both learn from and are give their best foot forward. Yeah. Congratulations. (laughs) 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 Friends allowing friends space without getting upset. I need my space. Well, I feel like I have a lot of friends who always want to hang out or invite me places. And it's always at the wrong time. It's usually around the time where I don't want to be bothered. And Mm -hmm. they get mad, like, at me because I say no or I'm busy or I don't want to go or... Or I'm too tired, and I just want people to understand that it's not that I don't want to hang out with you or make time for you, but sometimes I just don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. 
And I need people to accept that without taking it personal. Can you do you tell them like, hey, like how do you say that? Or do you just decline all invitations? I just decline or I or at one moment I may be like, All right, yeah, we could probably do that. But then when the day comes, I'm like, All right, I don't want to fucking go. Yeah. I think because I'm the same way. Like there's times where I don't want to talk on the phone, I don't want to text back, I don't want to do anything. I just mm-hmm. want to be in my world for the day. But I think it's important to just be like, hey, like from now moving forward, I'm like, hey, you know, love you, but I just, I need a personal day. Yeah. Because they don't know what's going on and they only know what you tell them. I don't think they understand that either. You know? Oh, well, you got to understand. If I tell you I need a personal day, motherfucker, I need a personal day. Give me 50 feet. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of friends, <laughs> my friends to get mad at me because I need a personal day. So. It's usually, and it be my male friends more than my female friends. Really? Really? So you don't tell your friends when you need a break? No, I mean, I think they kind of just know. Mm-hmm. Like, we have periods where, like, we just, we may not text or talk that day mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, yeah, I think they just know. Do you ever feel like that? towards the people that you're romantically involved in because I don't and I don't know if that's <laughs> I'm, do you, you ever feel that way about the people that you're romantically involved in that you need a day I don't I okay. feel bad I mean it might be uh, a couple slow days where I'm not texting back as fast enough but I still want mm-hmm. you to be there yeah. yeah whereas my friends I will like be like okay cool girl you know I love you mm-hmm. give yeah. me a day but if I'm romantically involved with you or I'm feeling you, ain't no days off, bitch. Yeah, I, I, think, yeah. <laughs> I think it's necessary, though, for me to take a couple of days off from someone I'm romantically involved with because I can be a bitch. Like, when it's that time of the month, I am a bitch. And I don't want to do that. So do you just ghost on them or? No, I just maybe won't be days? around them in person. Okay, but you'll still talk to them. I'll still talk to them. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I, which What Lynn said, like, I don't feel like there's ever a time where it's just like I need a couple days. Mm-mm away from the person that I'm talking to or in a relationship with. But it's the difference well, between the men and women. Like, I, you know what I mean? Dynamic. I don't need all of those hormones mm-hmm. just hitting And when I'm dating you, right. you're like my vac- You're like my break from you're the world. You're supposed to be my vacation, right? Yeah. So I think if I'm having a bad day, I'm more so like, hey, babe, I'm having a bad day. What are you doing? Make it better. Yeah, well, come, that's all I'm about to say. But what's the difference between us? Why do we want to be around our nigga but not... Our friends. I can think of one thing. No, I mean, I don't know. Because I feel like the dynamics with your girlfriends is like you're dealing with like whatever they're going through. So you have to emotionally like bear whatever they're going through. But when it's your guy, like it's usually you the one. Yeah. Like, that's going through something. I mean, he's taking that on. Or, you know, yeah. I think that may be the difference, aside from the obvious. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Pretty pretty interesting to think about. Yeah. Know. I'm trying to think, do I ever, like, take days away from my male friends? I don't know. We go periods without talking to I don't talk anything. to my male friends like that. Yeah, I but- mean, I don't either, but they get mad when they want, you know, when they want to hang out and we don't get to hang out. Yeah. Well, see, my male best friend, he don't even live in Ohio, <clears throat> so he'll, like, if he don't talk to me, he'll be like, I'm just checking in, you good? Yeah. I don't respect that. That's it. I don't know. It's weird, though. It is really weird when you think about it that way, um, the difference between males and females. So... I can't find a good angle. Oh, for the live? Mm-hmm. Red Table Talk. We all watch it, right? That was next. 
Mm-mm. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was... Oh, okay. So, I've seen this article. I think it was on the Shade Room. So, a father found out his son was being bullied, and he ended up taking the bully out shopping. Um, and I guess just talking to the boy about what was going on with him. He was homeless and... Um, different issues with his family, different things like that, which I guess was the cause for him being a bully. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about that? Like, if you found out your son was being bullied, like, would your first reaction be to, like, fight the... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of random stuff because we on live, so people that's watching know what's going on. <laughs> She just swung her hair in the live video. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. My brain fell out. I'm about to put this bitch back in. <laughs> y'all, what time this happened during sex? This was so... What? <laughs> I just had to hide the fucking braid underneath the pillowcase. He didn't see it? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. But anyway, not recently. Uh, <laughs> this was braids I had. I'm talking about the braids I had. Back in 2016, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> okay. But I don't, if I was a kid and I came home and you just chilling with the, um, kid that's beating you just, me up. <laughs> that just beat the fuck out of me and call me all type of bitch ass niggas. I'm going to be like, dad, like, it'd be your own father. Like, the fuck? father. <laughs> I would be pissed. But, I mean, as an adult, I understand the importance. Like, when I think back of all the kids that used to... People tried to bully me in high school. They wouldn't, like, come Same. to my face, but they would, like, write on my locker, like, lens of oh. slut, lens of hoe, first of all, big virgin. <laughs> biggest virgin that. ever. Like, I don't even think I had a kiss the boy at that point. But they tried to get me kicked off the cheerleading squad. But then I realized, like, a lot of those kids, unfortunately, were lacking something in their lives. Like, to know, like, fault of their own. They're still a child, yeah. you know? So I definitely understand the father's point of view. I think that was super dope of the father. And hopefully that helped that little boy out in the long run. But as a child, I would definitely be side-eyeing my father, like... And if he kept bullying me after that, I would have been. Oh ass. yeah, yeah. Now like, if he kept bullying yeah. me, I'm like, bro, you took this nigga. Sh- now he bullying you and clothes that my dad bought. Like, right. But I think it was super dope. I think from like an adult standpoint, I think we need more of that. And sometimes these kids, sometimes mm-hmm. these kids that are bullying other kids, they lack they, love. They just need some love and attention. Yeah. You know. That's true. Yeah. So it was super dope, though. Yeah. I, I see both sides. I would be pissed as the kid. <laughs> as a parent, that wouldn't be me. Yeah. You don't think so? No, I'm not buying you shit. I, it probably wouldn't be me either. I don't think I would go as far as to take the kid shopping. I could maybe understand talking to the kid. No, I'm not doing that either. I was about to say, what would you do? Have my son beat his ass. And if he ain't going to do it, somebody will. But there's there, some of these poor babies out here in this world, they fun. didn't pick this lifestyle. <laughs> You know, like... Don't pick on somebody else's kid, not mine. I know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's um unfortunate either way yeah. for the kid, the bully, whatever. Because if he get beat up again, then the dad's going to feel stupid. <laughs> he got used and abused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, now we're talking about the Red Table Talk. Dario, you want to take this one? No, I can't look at my phone. Oh, because we on the live. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Um, 
So if you guys watch the Red Table Talk, um, it was like part two of Will and Jada, how we met, how we fell in love, where we're at now in our marriage partnership thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they have decided that they will no longer say that they are married. They say that they are life partners. I know that's right. Um, over saying they are husband and wife. Just because Jada basically was saying nothing about her is the conventional wife, which you think of when you hear the term wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have decided to recreate and define their, their own partnership, Super which dope. was pretty dope to me. Um, I think people get caught up in the idea of what marriage and wife and husband is supposed to be according to the world. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing what works for Them. those people, right? mm-hmm. I agree with that because I always feel like people be like, "Oh, as a wife, you can't tell your husband no. You got to do everything your husband says. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. You're not gonna make me feel like I got to do this shit just because we're married." Yeah. Um. No, I think I like I said I don't disagree with it. I thought it was pretty dope how they came about that. So the next thing they were talking about, um how they would never get divorced. Uh, even if things didn't work out, they would stay in the same house, but on separate sides, even if they had someone else. Um, That's awkward. Yeah. Awkward as fuck. It's so crazy because I'm saying her thing, like, if you are with someone for this long, you would think that what could go wrong in the last half of your life? <laughs> I'm like, you know, right. like, because they're like... They're 40? Not, well, she's 47. He just, yeah, 50. he just turned 50. So I'm just thinking like... If things don't work out, shit, y'all, y'all damn near, y'all past halfway done now, you know. Yeah. But I guess there are problems that arise, like, mm-hmm. and you know, it's interesting because they never, you know, they. He said that he's been devoted to her. She's devoted to him, and the issues that did come about was more so, not will not knowing how to love Jada. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I kind of got the vibe that like she really didn't want any of that. Like she didn't, she. I mean, she actually said it. She, she never said wanted it. To she be didn't married. want a wedding. She wasn't she didn't ready want to have any a kid. of that. Like she was, she had just bought a farm mm-hmm. when they started dating, and he gave her this whole life and th- all these things that she, she never want. wanted. And she was thought, unhappy. yeah, he thought that that was the highest expression of love, and she's like, no, like you got it completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Which comes into play the love language thing. You have yeah. to know. You have yeah. to show your partner love the way they need to be loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, my thing is, is at this point, if something were to go wrong, what would be the point in still living in the same household? Your kids are grown. So. Yeah, I don't get that part. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that's easier said what you would do yeah. until mm-hmm. it comes down to it. And now you fall in madly in love with someone because Jada seems like the passionate type to be head over heels because niggas got one of them that got that fire because all of her old be like writing love stories poems and how she's the greatest gift that god has ever given the world so i feel like if she end up like they end up splitting i could see her being like i'm madly in love with this other guy yeah or they're so open maybe they would move in their partners and they would be like some sort of like well that's what she said she was like we're never getting divorced and even if things don't work out you're gonna be on your side with whoever and i'm gonna be on my my side side with whoever that was a conversation that they had. Yeah. And maybe that's lit. Yeah. As fuck. <laughs> yeah. And maybe maybe she was speaking like this was something she said when the kids were younger or something like that. Yeah. But that's exactly what she said. Like you be on your side with your joker, I'll be on mine with mine. So mm-hmm. big lit. Whatever. 
Um, this actually was a really good thing, and I'm glad that this is on here. Um, Will basically said that he would leave her if there was violence or cussing in their relationship. Um, they didn't yell or cuss at each other whenever they spoke to one another, and that has been over the past 20 years. He said mm-hmm. they just, I think within the last year or something mm-hmm. like that, started using curse words when they were just having normal conversation or around the kids. The kids had never heard them cuss mm-hmm. or anything like that. And there was one incident where they had, um, they had like a game night or something at the house, and she cussed at him, and he said he hit her with the newspaper <laughs> on top of her forehead and was like, I need, I need to speak to you. In private, and he told her, like, I will leave you. And she cussed, and he was like, okay, you can go. And he wasn't playing, but he said it for him, it was he grew up around his father beating his mother Mm -hmm. and constant arguments and constant cussing around the house that for him, it was like a trigger. Mm -hmm. So he just wasn't going to do it. And And they took took communication courses, courses, too. Yeah, they took communication courses. They're like the the blueprint for me after watching these episodes yeah. to like I think it's oh. very necessary to do. I think everybody if you're really devoted to that person and making y'all's shit work, you have to do things like that. You have to learn how to communicate, you got to mm-hmm. learn how to learn how to deal with each other. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to love somebody, you got to learn how mm-hmm. everything that they love and that they like because you can't just make it all about what you want and what you think or it's just not going to work out. And I think that's the problem. Like, everybody's so stuck in their ways. So when they get with somebody, they're not willing to change and shift some things around to make it work. Right. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. That is just so beautiful because I feel like they genuinely want to make it work and mm-hmm. they'll put in the effort and the work. Yeah. And they said something about how basically they had to, like, tear everything apart just to bring it back together. Yep. Yeah. And you know, usually when shit gets tough, everybody out. Yeah. Everybody out. I don't know. I thought I thought it was great. And and setting boundaries because a lot of times we say what we don't want, but then we end up accepting all that shit that we say mm-hmm, we don't want mm-hmm. in somebody. And they end up leaving. Right. right. So but he put his foot down, like, I don't accept X, Y, and Z. Yeah. She's Thank like, you so from- you will really leave me if I cuss at you? He was like, Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not playing. <laughs> And for somebody that, <laughs> some you know, us, that seems so simple. But when you look at the history, mm-hmm. it makes sense. So, yeah. I, what, I, did, what did Ashanti say? I know you know this line. Which you one? know all the music lines. What's, what's What's all the things that you accept? Be the things that you regret. Oh, yeah. 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 So, a couple more things they were talking about on the show. Um, oh, we kind of touched on this, but Jada basically being unhappy because... He was doing a lot of things um, in the marriage that she was doing a lot of things in the marriage that just wasn't her. Like, she kind of touched on, like, how the spotlight isn't really her thing. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, her 40th birthday, he did he this He threw her this huge-ass party. He had all these people coming to perform. And she was like, I don't want that. Yeah. Cancel it. Mm. Yeah. And he was looking at it like, how could you not appreciate what I'm doing but he then said and his, it was his ego or whatever so and he was, was doing it for him yeah mm-hmm. cause that's what her. he liked and that's what he thought mm-hmm. would make her happy, happy but that's not what she wanted and I think she said something too about him buying like this big old house, house and she, she was house like built in this big care. old huge house and she was like I don't want this it is so important. That self-reflective piece, I think, is really what brings them home for them because Will's able to be like, this is my ego. 
that is making me do X, Y, and Z. This is for me. This is not for, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that's so important because I feel like a lot of times we do these things and we're like, well, why do you do it? And you're like, well, I don't know. Or, you know, we don't get down to the nitty gritty like, well, I did this because of X, Y, and Z. So I think that's so necessary. I think there's not a lot of self-reflection when you are in relationships or when you're in these situations. You need to be able to self-reflect and figure out what the why is so you can move forward and, you know, make decisions that are beneficial to both of you guys. So I agree because I feel like in one of my past relationships, I was thinking that I was doing everything. Mm-hmm. And when he would complain about this one thing, I'm like, why is that a big deal? I do A, B, C. I do all of this shit. He's mm-hmm. like, I appreciate that, but I don't want that. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing that I absolutely want from you and you don't do that one thing that I need. Then it doesn't matter. It doesn't else. matter. And that's so crazy because I, I remember I was talking to someone um, when I a past relationship and I'm like I'm getting up in the morning and I'm cooking you breakfast and I'm cooking you lunch and I'm da 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 and I'm da 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 and then it was like anyone would do that Lynn like it doesn't that's not why I'm with you because you do shit like that but in my mind I'm thinking like like this is what I offer this is what I offer so now I now what is important for me is the things that I give that I value I have to make sure that my partner values those things as well because it doesn't matter if I cook eight times a day if you don't give a fuck if right. I cook at all. It doesn't matter if I wear lingerie to bed if you like me in t-shirt and sweatpants. Like, you know, so if we don't value the same things, that it, I always say the more co- compatible you are, the least you don't have to compromise. Like, yeah. you know, so I think that's very important. Like, that self-reflection piece. Like, Daryl was saying you were mm-hmm. doing all this. And was like, Nigga, but you don't. Listen to me when I, you know, yeah. you don't do X, the small things. You're like, why does that one thing matter? But that's the one thing that that person needs. So. Right. Yeah. I definitely have been on the receiving end of that. Like, you're doing everything but what I'm asking you to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it, it just doesn't work that way. And then I think it's important to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Because when you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage, it's supposed to be 100% selfless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything that you do should be about... The other person Jesus, and what they do be about you and it's hard but that's mm-hmm. really how you make something work it, it's no longer about you at that point so like the ego and doing things that I think would make you happy versus what you're asking me to do to make you happy like we keep saying so, so it's I do have a question for you guys how do you figure out Cause like okay, you meet someone right, and I don't know about you guys, but I meet you, and I probably like I know if I like you immediately, and yeah. you cannot offer anything in this world that I really want and need emotionally or mentally, but I like you now, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna overlook everything else. So it's like in a relationship, how do you find out? Do you just have these just straight up conversations? Like, what do you need to make this relationship work? I think, I think a lot of people don't have those conversations. That's what's the prop. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People just go with the flow. Because no one wants to ask those questions. Yeah, because it's like, awkward. Just yeah. like I was talking about, just talking about, like, your sexual needs. Like, it's an awkward conversation. But because you don't have those conversations, that's why a lot of relationships and marriages don't work. Yeah. That's true. Because you don't so want to, you don't want to be corny, like, what do you need? Really? Like, yeah. girl, find but out. Really, you know, like, you know, it's, when you think about it, like, how else would you make it work? Like, I, I think I may have asked, said this on the podcast or at some point in time, like, are you the type to just kind of learn somebody along the way? Mm-hmm. Or do you ask questions to get to know that person? And yeah, it kind of seems like 
forced or forced to fake. ask but yeah. how else am i going to know like I, I had to use that example with somebody like i don't like like you wouldn't know that i don't like to argue because you've never asked and we've never had an argument you don't mm. know why i have a complex about arguing right. because you've never asked mm-hmm. you have to ask those questions i think it has to be a balance between both but you gotta literally it, it all comes down to communication because yeah. you can't just expect somebody to know. And then again, what I like and what you like may be totally different. What I want in the bedroom ain't what y'all want in the bedroom. We right. just That was the clearest example. You know what yeah. I mean? So It's I, just crazy because I know I tend to, I like the person. That's what I tend to like. I fall for the person and whatever they giving, I'm receiving. And it may not be what I need, yeah. but I like you so much that it's like I'm in love with the idea of you. Yeah. And not what you bring to my world. So... Someone said, um, some people can't focus on the why if they don't value you the same way you value them. Oof. That's a word. That's 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 major. That's very real. Damn. Yeah. I think the next thing on the timeline was them saying they take ten or twenty days. I gotta FaceTime. It's mm-hmm. ten or twenty days. It's that twenty they- it's twenty days. Mm-hmm. I think it's a year. So yeah. she get ten days he where they go days. do whatever she wants to do without mm-hmm. him complaining and then he gets his 10 days where to do everything he wants to do without it was so funny did you guys see the video of like the christmas yeah christmas and he's like <laughs> <laughs> and then i think his was like i think Traveling they went hiking or something yeah. and she's just like <laughs> you can clearly tell like and at christmas time jada's like jingle yeah. bell jingle to do new things but that is so dope to me yeah. like i mean also they are definitely fucking if filthy you ain't rich. coming like yeah. will and jada we can't be together they are definitely <laughs> filthy rich so i i get it but i think that's so dope maybe you gotta like fit it for your lifestyle maybe you can't do 10 days maybe you can do two yeah or maybe you can do three or whatever y'all can do but i think that's super dope yeah that's so dope what would y'all's like in a relationship what would be the thing that y'all would that would make y'all happy I want to. I I would like to travel. So you would be like, I I don't like the tradition. I don't like doing the same shit every day. Like it literally drives me crazy that I get up at work every day at the same time, go to work till five, pick up my kids, go home, cook dinner, go to bed every day. That is annoying. Yeah, it drives me Mm -hmm. fucking nuts. Yeah. I hate routine. I I need. And I've fallen into a routine, and I'm like, no, I need some. um, Feel like I'm living in the matrix. Yeah. Yeah, I need some some excitement. Yeah. Yeah. So yours would be. What would yours be? Like if you and your partner. For two, three days or whatever, or week or however, what would you decide to do with your week? Mm. It would probably be travel, too. Mm-hmm. I would want to go places. Like um, one one place that like you would want to hit up like a bunch of different spots. Maybe hit up a bunch of different spots. I can go to one place as long as we doing different things. I like think mine would be like, I would want us to go somewhere like tropical and like one of those nice brooms where there's like a jacuzzi on the patio and I would just want to like <laughs> some balcony action <laughs> we just leave it at that <sighs> yeah I mean but I literally said like if if my finances allowed me to I would travel the world I would mm-hmm. literally backpack across the world so I mean it would be fun I just always like envision like the whole just like just peaceful like quiet i feel like probably because i'm such a high intense person yeah mm-hmm. like i just need that break so yeah okay 
You oh. know what? I ain't gonna say nothing smart. Go ahead. Uh, somebody said something on the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it who I think it is? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Delicious posted on her Instagram, and I DM'd her to elaborate, but she didn't write. Back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what did this bitch say? Because I'm confused. So, um, Delicious posted on her Instagram. She said that she wants to have an intelligent sex partner, no strings attached relationship. Relationship or dating is not her cup of tea. So, I'm one of our cup of tea, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I put this in the group chat and I'm like, this is interesting when you think about it because everyone's response was, well, what is an intelligent sex partner? She sounded real stupid. So, when I put the poll question up, some people said yes, some people said no. I, the people who say yes, I asked them, what is an intelligent sex partner for me? I mean, for you. So the more I got to thinking about it, I'm like, okay, so if she's saying she doesn't want to date, no attachments, she literally just wants somebody that she can call when she wants to have sex. Where's the intelligent part coming from? Right. Why is it called intelligent? I was told that she elaborated a little bit more on her IG story that basically somebody who is emotional intelligent, where we are not mixing the feelings and the emotions you know, there's a respect for you. There's a respect for me. So I'm assuming with that comes the two of you being exclusive or safe sex. or safe yeah, or safe. And we just don't date. So sounds like a cut buddy. That it sounds just, like a glorified dress it up. Make it sound good. Cut buddy. I can't do that. I assume that that's what she meant. Like, I just want somebody. I feel like it's sex with no emotion. Because here's I, right. This is the thing I got. And from her, um, caption it was like you know i work i'm always traveling i'm a full-time mom i'm doing this that and the third i just want something that is going to take the stress off of me every blue moon or however often i want it so would that be an option for you guys Mm -mm. somebody that you could just i can do a situationship but Mm -hmm. we have to be committed in a way Mm. which is basically like a relationship but Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm not just doing, I'm fucking you here and there when I feel, no, I'm not doing that. Because at this point, if we having sex, we're together. Absolutely. <laughs> we're basically married. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm just waiting on the ring to come. <laughs> yeah, so, I, c- I couldn't do it because it just sounds like a cup. I just think like she dressed it, this cut buddy term up. Delicious. The if you are 50 years old and right. you want a cut buddy, be 50 and get you a cut buddy. Talking about intelligent sex partner. Girl, bye. Keep it moving. Wrong title. Yeah. Wrong title. I don't know what. I was like, well, all the men I mess with, I think are intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm already there. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I wasn't impressed. Yeah. I think the, the first part for me was figuring out what an intelligent <laughs> sex partner was. That that's was why confusion. I was confused. Yeah, that's why you was confused. Me too. And so I, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, if it was just sex that I wanted from somebody, my thing would be, okay, I want there to be mutual pleasure. You okay. Know what I mean? um, respect for one another, which doesn't, all, doesn't for me have to be us being exclusive. Right. As long as we're safe. Mm-hmm. And if I don't want to go through the whole rigmarole of dating now i'm getting my emotions tied to a nigga that really only wants my body or you're not trying to take it to the next level Mm -hmm. then okay we don't need to go to the movies we don't need to do dinner i literally have had a long day and i want some dick (laughs) come over and leave and then take your ass home bye (laughs) like that's it yeah 
if I was in a place where I still could enjoy casual sex, then I could see it. Yeah, I'm not there. But I'm not in that place anymore. Casual sex just And maybe it comes back around when you hit 40. And I don't know, like, if we're just in the in this age bracket where we want more yeah. and then once we are over it it's like we'll be where delicious at because she's like 40 or whatever you know yeah so maybe that's the space that she's in but right now like no and then i feel like the times where i have dealt with somebody where it was just more so sex than anything else it's always the guy that ends up with the like i want more mm-hmm. that or i feel like Females usually want more, but they settle for just sex because they're hoping one day that this man will step up. And like he'll be like, oh, you got some yeah, fire. Yeah, and he's this. never going to, yeah. but you just deal with it until you just be like, all right, I can't do this anymore. See, yeah. I, think, I think guys think it's impossible for a female to just, like, want to have sex with you. It's not. And it's not. Like, I've literally only wanted to have sex. I mean, shit, we talked about it in the group chat. Like, I... You know what I mean? I would be okay with that if I was still at that place in life where I could detach my feelings from sex. Guys always think that females can't detach the two. Some of us you can, sure some can. of us can't. Even if you used to care about somebody, you can still not give a fuck about them and still have sex with them. Yeah. And then another perspective that one of my friends, we were talking about it through text, he was saying like, you know, I think what she's saying is, is that when you get into these relationships, you start to realize how people pull in different directions. Now, mm-hmm. more than back in the day, like I have my own dreams and goals and things that I want to achieve. And you have your own dreams and goals and things that you want to achieve. And somehow we can't meet in the middle. Whereas back in the day, it was always one person sacrificing whatever they wanted for the sake of the relationship or the family. So he was like, I think what she's trying to say is like the common ground is we we are just you know intimate with one another but you do your thing i do mine right so i don't know like i said i dm'd her for more information but it ain't right back <laughs> she ain't that good <laughs> she couldn't explain her own damn self um so do we agree if that was the case that it, it should be exclusive or it just needs to be safe both <laughs> do i gotta pick if i gotta mm. I'm going to say I'm I'm going to say it just needs to be safe because how many how many people are out here dating or in a situation with somebody and they think they're exclusive with the nigga or the not. female and they're not. I'm so, a, I'm a pick safe if I got to pick. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to speak on it cuz you don't talk about sex cuz you no. a biblical woman. <laughs> I mean, I am a biblical woman, but I can speak in hypotheticals. <laughs> Being a biblical woman. No, I mean, the ideal situation would be for it to be exclusive, but if it can't be exclusive, then hopefully it's safe. Yeah. Because sometimes you ain't getting exclusiveness or safe. safe. <laughs> right, so if I got to pick, you to be safe. <laughs> so, you know, so, I don't know. I just don't want, I just want to be with one person and that person just want to be with me and that we just. Right, when it comes down to it. We just do life <laughs> right. together and we just do everything. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Skip all the intelligent sex partners, cut buddies, yeah. friends with benefits, side niggas, whatever. Just give me. My person. Give me my person. Yeah. So there was a Twitter post, um, and it read, all that backed-up anger, black women are really the number one oppressors of black men. And I put this on my story, and majority said, no, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe one or two people that said that is the case. Um, I don't know. This one kind of got my... And this was in response to Dario. Do you remember? Because someone, um, it was in response to a guy. Okay, had so murdered. this guy was upset that 
I guess he was watching football and his girlfriend changed the channel and so he killed her and her son. That's what that was in response to? Yes. yes. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And so that's where the, came, the comment came from. What? People are fucking stupid, okay? I thought that this was some kind of intelligent... No. No. Negative. And it really got my mind thinking. That's why I'm even more pissed off. And it was about that? Yes. Yes. See. That's why he said the guy, she pushed his buttons... And the black women are the number one oppressors <laughs> for black men. Because she changed the channel from football? Because she changed the channel and it's pissed them funny. off. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that's bullshit as far as yeah. the situation surrounding where the tweet came from. So outside of the situation, though, do we agree that black women are the number one oppressors for black men? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, so should I read the, the definition the, so people understand? I what feel we're like the about? oppressed can't oppress. That's my. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm. I feel like, or maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so it says oppressors are some is someone who treats people in an unfair and cruel way and prevents them from having opportunities. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Or it's a person or group that oppresses people. Yeah, no. I feel like black women and black men are for each other, are oppressors for each other. Yeah. I don't think it's just one way. But I don't think, I think that would be really hard to say, and you would have to take it on an individual scale. Like, maybe there is a black man that is being oppressed by a black woman, but in in whole, in totality, we just can't say black women are the number one oppressors for black men because I feel like as a group, institutionally, you cannot oppress someone if you are oppressed. And as we all know, African Americans Mm -hmm. are oppressed people. So maybe on an individual basis, you maybe have met black women who you have felt like, you know, stops your shine and your happiness. But as a whole, I think it would be very, like, Wow, to say that. I feel like black women hold down black men more than anyone else mm-hmm. in this world. Like when you see, unfortunately, the cop killings of, of innocent African-American men who are on the forefront of those lines marching and protesting for, you know, justice. It's the black woman. Mm-hmm. You know, when there is... um in the, I mean, the matriarch in the African-American families, you know, it's the matriarch. It's the moms. It's the grandmothers. It's who's the great grandmothers. It's the aunts. It's the that's who I feel like the black family depends on, including the black man. So I think it would be very unfair to say such a thing. Mm-hmm. I think the statement is something that you have to break down. If I have to lean more towards, I'm going to say I disagree with it. But when I got to thinking about it, I started thinking about things like how, and and it's not to say it's not true in a sense, but how females paint the niggas ain't shit. Black women paint the niggas ain't shit narrative Mm -hmm. at different times. And then you have situations where we've talked about on the show, you have black women who keep their their black black men away from their children. Mm -hmm. Um, You have situations even on the show when we were talking about what we're talking about and they address mental health. And we made the comment like, uh, mental health. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that serious. Mm -hmm. Or like, I think that there are women, individual cases, like you said, where we don't 
think about everything that the black men go, go through, through and we paint this pit it's this whole narrative that's painted for them that they have to be x y and z they have to be the providers they have to be the strength they have to be the backbone they have to be this they have to be that mm-hmm. not realizing that we are both going through the same issues and like you said the oppressed can't yeah I, I definitely get that but i think it's also important to realize that typically who do black men have to deal with most? Black women. Who do black women have to deal with most? Black men. Same for different races. White men, white women, so forth, so on. Just like they say, oh, black on black crime is high. Well, that's who you're around. Yeah. So I feel like it's the same thing when you mention those things like, well, that's who you are dating. So if you ask a white man, you're like, well, who are you oppressed by? He probably like the white bitches. You know, like, <laughs> you know, the Asian man, you know what I'm saying? He's right. going to probably say that because the same th- dynamics are happening in their community, and, uh, too. Yeah. They're keeping their kids away from um, their fathers or they're feeling like, yeah, these these men ain't shit, you know, because I'm sure you get around. Maybe you go to Valley View and they're like, yes, because Brad, honestly, next time Brad fucks up, I'm beating his fucking ass. I'm tired of shit. He's so full of shit. I fucking hate him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's just that's who you're around. That's right. who you date. Right. So who we ain't going to impress the white man if that's not who we're around. We can't impress, you know, the Asian man if that's not who we're around or we can't do that. This is just who we interact with. Yeah, I agree. So... That's just my thoughts on it. I agree. I definitely think it was a statement that causes you to think. Absolutely. Um, more than anything about what they said. Um, okay, so you guys probably have already seen it because we post it every single day. But we are doing the November Mental Health Wellness Challenge. Today is day four. four mm-hmm. And it is called Someone Call That You Love. Yep. Um, we will be posting it on our stories. If you decide that you want to do the challenge with us, the different tasks that you complete, it doesn't have to be all of them. Screenshot, take a video, post it, tag us. We will share the post. Um, seems pretty easy. None of the tasks seem too hard uh, to complete. And let us know how it helps for your mental your mental wellness. Do you feel better after completing each task? Though what I'm grateful for was a good one for me. The 10 things? Yep. Mm-hmm. It made me think. About mm-hmm. what I was grateful for. So that was a good one for me. Oh, we got a story time. Finally. It's been a while. Ugh, do I got to read this? I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is a story time that we've seen floating around on the timeline. And it's actually a true. This is from someone that posted this on Facebook. So it's real life. Because <clears throat> Facebook's real life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here's my situation. I love her. I promise I do, but she's testing that love. We've been married for five years. When we first got married, she weighed about 135 pounds and was gorgeous. Since we got married, she's taken on this whole extra personality, and she came and she gained more than 60 pounds. This mm. extra weight is not attractive to me at all. We are both school teachers, administrators, so we get home about 5 in the afternoon. I've expressed to her my concerns about the weight gain, suggested medical attention to see if there is a condition or something, purchased a gym membership, started buying groceries for the house, and even cooking. Nothing has worked. And now she's complaining that I'm withholding sex, but that's not the case. I just don't like what I see, and it does not stimulate me. I can't get aroused by a woman that complains and makes excuses all day. I don't like the sight of those rolls and extra meat. I love my (laughs) wife, but I'm not in love with what she has become. I don't like that I see, I don't like what I see, I don't like what she's become, and I don't know what to do. Communication is not working, and I just can't make myself be attracted to something that's not pleasing to me. What do I do? 
I want to help her, but I don't know how. First of all, let me say that I'm triggered. <laughs> because I got some rose and I got a gut and I got stretch marks on half of my babies. And if you can't appreciate that shit, nigga, you got to go. I don't blame him. But I'm not gaining that fucking weight. I'm like, girl, we can't, compl- you, we can't compare. If she is, let's see. She is a hundred. So she was 135 pounds, right? So, so I'm she assuming she's probably 200. short. So she's probably like my height, probably give or take. And then now she's almost 200, 200. pounds. And I have expressed to you, I have tried to get you to work out. I have tried to figure out like what it is. I've like made suggestions. I'm buying food. I'm doing everything that I can do. I and you're not budging. She lazy. We got a problem. And if it's something, and if you are not, if we're not close enough and we're not open enough in a relationship to, for you to come to me and tell me what's going on, then we probably don't have no business being together anyway. And if I continuously come in, I can't make, you can't make somebody be sexually attracted to anybody. Yeah. It's not. I feel like when you're stimulated sexually, it's most of the time involuntarily. You know, mm-hmm. it ain't like, hey... wake on up (laughs) let's get it popping so I don't blame him I have mixed feelings about it because on one hand I feel like I think it's wrong to leave somebody because they gained some weight but at the same time it's like if if they're not doing it for you anymore I wouldn't expect him to stay but do you think he I don't know if he's trying to leave her or is he just trying to have a sexless relationship I mean either way it's terrible for both because she probably wants to you know get it on but like okay let's just think about it us right we're with the man, right? And maybe maybe gaining weight isn't your trigger, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he is coming home musty and not showering, right? <laughs> Let's say you buy him Dove soap. <laughs> Dove <laughs> soap. You buy him the best deodorant. You buy him Tom Ford cologne. <laughs> like, you are trying everything, and he's still halfway washing his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you are no longer... <laughs> What the? <laughs> and you are no longer motivated to have sex with him. Should you force? You can't force it. I just think it's triggering because a man you talked about a woman gaining weight, and that's a trigger for women. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as long as it's something that she can't help, it's not like she's pregnant. It's not like she maybe have a has a thyroid condition. We don't even know because. Bitch, won't go to the doctor. So we don't even know what's going on with her. You know? Yeah. So if it was medical and he was still like, fuck her, da, 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 then I'd be like, all right, come on. Yeah. Your sickness and health. But bruh, I feel like, what? Like, are y'all a man halfway washing his balls? <laughs> First of all, I'm not being with no grown ass man who wants stink. Well, they, he probably think like, don't want no grown ass woman who don't want to take care of herself. I mean, I understand. <laughs> push, it, push it to wonder, but you should be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but I, I, mixed feelings, and he's trying though. Yeah. I see if as soon as she gave the way, he's like, Pew! I don't, I don't, I actually don't disagree with what he's saying because, like you said, he has tried several different ways mm-hmm. to <laughs> help motivate her. Um, but shit, probably the reason why she gave way is because of your ass because. Anytime a female get in a relationship, y'all start going out to eat. We start going out to eat. Get that happy way. Look up. And she didn't gain 20 pounds. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I, I feel like, um, I think when you decide, like you said, you can't force it. But I feel like when you decide to marry somebody, 
you have to keep in mind that this person is going to change throughout the years. 200 pounds is a lot. Um, but I'm going to age. I'm going to get wrinkled. Mm-hmm. You know, you have but to... I mean, be- where, where, is the, where is the cutoff point? That, like, that is something that... You, you know? You know what I mean? Aging isn't something that we can control, of course. I feel like the weight thing is something that we definitely can, can control. So I'm not necessarily mad at him. Um... Maybe I, I wonder if she's depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's yeah, they, what I was saying. Gotta have to have a conversation. So I don't know, but it just reminded me of the show I was watching, and this guy was unhappy with his wife because she started to gain weight and things like that. So he started having an, an affair, mm-hmm. and I think either him or the lady that he was sleeping with ended up killing the wife. Damn. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. Right, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, would he be wrong if he asked for a divorce? I would need to more, know more information. Like, mm-hmm. I would need to know how long has he been trying. I feel to like get if he's once he's tried everything and he's still not happy or they can't work through it, by all means, leave. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're not happy, I don't want you here. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be with someone that's not happy with me. I deserve to find someone that's going to take me at, you know, someone that like a little 200. BBW. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I think I think if he's exhausted, if it's been like a year and a half and he's tried everything, buying her workout clothes and buying her to the gym and she's still turning up her nose at everything, then what what happens next? In two years, you're going to gain another 60 pounds? Like, wh- then what? Yeah. At and what I, point? Yeah. I mean, she has to be unhappy with some people Maybe don't care. Don't Maybe. Know, I don't. Why I don't understand a, a female. I'm about to say the B word. A female that wants to be big. I don't understand. Some just I don't have mind nothing it. against big girls. I'm not saying. Please don't take that the wrong way. I'm just saying. Like don't for you a, hate that you gotta like. Yes, for a skinny woman to want to gain all this weight, I don't understand. That makes it makes me uncomfortable when I gain a, just a little bit of weight. Yeah. Mm. But you know what? You got to be uncomfortable to the point where you want to do something about it because honestly, like I, I've said on the show, I think I've gained about 15, 20 pounds, but my lazy ass ain't went up and got to the gym, went to the gym either. So I think Same. you have to get to a point where you want to, you have I to I think everyone different has different levels. And yeah. so I feel like some people just don't, are not uncomfortable yeah, to the point gaining weight. Yeah, it. some people yeah. just don't get uncomfortable. I mean, you. I feel like I see it happen. It's so common that when you're younger, you're skinny. You know, you look back at people's pictures, and now they in their forties, and you're like, okay, big as fuck. Yeah, but it happens. <laughs> but then I, I think people just aren't as conscious as this generation is about eating that. Maybe right, another thing too. Healthy. They just think that gaining weight as you get older is what's supposed to happen because mm-hmm. they don't know no better. So I don't know, but I feel like you. I don't know. When you think about the health problems, like, shit, the little weight that I have put on my body feels different. Like, my back is always hurting, shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't understand why somebody would want to just gain weight and not try to lose it when mm-hmm. it, as far as, like, just your health. You know what I mean? Right. Because so. you want to look good for your man. Like, you know, you don't want him to be looking at you in disgust. <laughs> but we can't say that because there are some men that genuinely like bigger Big women. women. Yeah. There are some well, men that... she need to go be with him, that type of I mean, man. yeah, I agree. If she don't want to lose weight. I yeah. agree. I have people... Mind you, I'm probably like 135. I've been with someone, and I was like... Back in the day, I was like 120, and I was hitting 130, and they looking at me like, kind of getting bigger. I'm looking like, who the fuck is you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga! Like, but different people like different, different things. things. So, like, 
And again, I think that's something that you got to establish in the beginning. Like, look, I don't like, I don't want you to gain weight. So we need to hit the gym before mm-hmm. it even happens. Like, mm-hmm. I'm big on working out. So I want my partner to work out or right. some shit like that. I'm trying to think if a guy gained 60 pounds on me, I, I like him a little bigger. I was about to say. Like a little belly. I right? feel like women aren't that harsh when it comes to their guy, but men. Because men are visual creatures. Mm-hmm. I always say women got to be pretty, men got to be paid. Boom, shakalaka, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't mind a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm as somebody said live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Damn. know if I'm like do you feel like you like bigger guys but you're like as physically attracted to them as you are like guys that are in shape? Or you just honestly don't have a I'm females not- are visual. As fuck. Um, six packs. I'm not out here looking for lifting up shirts. Yeah, it's not for six yeah I don't care about yeah. six packs. I don't give a fuck about beards. I'm more so about the like, shape. I'm more sure about the shape of the body. Like I don't like an odd shape. If nigga. I like you, I just like you. I'm and not, I don't like your shape. Probably even if it's out. But I'm not like I don't like man boobs. That's <laughs> that's where we draw the fucking line. The law. The buck stops here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do moves. I can't do moves and mercies. I can't do moves. <laughs> so you don't like the little fanny pack? I don't like moves and mercies. If you got titties <laughs> and you wear purse, <laughs> come be my girlfriend and <laughs> hang out with me. <laughs> I don't like moves is a trigger for me. Females go for what they see, not for who they Moves and is. I don't like hips either. That's lies. A hippie man is nope. Can't do you got hips. Big old butt. Oh. Big old juicy booty. Can't do it. <laughs> you more stacked than me and your purses is better than mine. No, nope. sir. <laughs> I ain't going. <laughs> so this is y'all get start developing moves. <laughs> and hips. <laughs> you start getting stacked. I'm like, damn, you think it's fun. <laughs> I come back, I slap you on the ass, that shit jiggle. Nope. Oh <laughs> Not going, not for me. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I. <laughs> but I do like a little belly. <laughs> I'm gonna just stay out of this one. <laughs> you gonna stay out of it? You gonna pass? You gonna girl step? No, all of this. I don't have a certain look or a certain type, so I don't have a, a physical type either. <laughs> I'm just telling you my heart knows, right? <laughs> so I can. So you would take again. man boobs, but you it wouldn't be a hard no if a nigga had a. Uh, what was it? Murder? Uh, a, murder. a murder case? <laughs> oh, you no, you were the one that said you can do a murder. No, we put in a group chat, would you date someone who's went to jail for murder? And, and you said no. Went, no, Darielle said no. I said no. First I said no, and then I said, hmm, well, what kind of murder? I know you? I didn't say no. <laughs> you was like, it's not a no for me. And then I was like, well, when you say that, okay, maybe he hit somebody on accident. Mm-hmm. If it was like unintentional murder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, or maybe it was intentional. Someone pissed him off. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be your next victim, Because <laughs> I like to slap my man a couple times. <laughs> man, murder's not a hard no for me. <laughs> <laughs> but the moves and mercies. <laughs> if a nigga don't look like he got it, then he can't get what he sees. Y'all, we should have addressed some of the stuff that they were saying on the live. I've been saying so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the last one? That women are visual creatures? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really. Not really. Maybe initially. We've said plenty of times in the show that we go for men who are a little ugly. Yeah. Too attractive kind of scares yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that's that's scary. That's scary zone for me. Yeah. So are we going to be doing live every episode now? I think we should. We I should, think we should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So y'all here? We're gonna be doing live. They need so. to see our faces. Yeah, tune time in time. and join in. See on me the put my braid back in. Right. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. All the crazy stuff happens before we record. I know. And actually during the show, which I just don't hear, we be doing all kinds of yeah. crazy shit. You do. I don't know. Any final thoughts? Go mm. out and vote. Oh shit! It's gonna it's air gonna too. Late. <laughs> oh yeah. Hopefully y'all black asses voted. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> y'all voted. Um. I'm trying I to think. This that shit I'm talking about. My whole phone been dry the whole fucking time. That's that bullshit. I don't have any final thoughts. Cussing season. Let's get you on the roster, guys. Yeah. yeah who's participating? Okay, so since it's cuffing season, why don't we have this event so we can have some people mingle? Yeah, and I think me. we should have a, a singles event. Are we going to do like the speed dating or the whole? I don't want to tell the rule on air but it's we can talk about weird. it after we stop recording yeah I still want us to do for the love of Darielle for the love of Brandy Fuck, you know no, cause if we gotta do it you gotta do hell it hell no then I'm not doing uh-huh. it I'll do it fuck it good for and the I'm love not of doing it to really meet somebody I'll do it for fun just take one for the team but I'm not I'm you not know, well your heart's happen. on the right place anyway so <laughs> Brandy <laughs> I'm happy to beat my husband in the process alright well fun. if you gonna do it we gonna do for it. the love of Brandy that's what we're going to do. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get some contestants on the show. Now, if it's successful for you and you meet your husband, I'm gonna now she's going to do it. <laughs> you could be the test dummy. How's it going to work, though? We're going to we're gonna find out some guys. Actually, who's paid you on right now? Take control of your own. Mine. There you go. All right, we'll show them Brandy real quick. David's um, <laughs> <laughs> so we do it for the love of Brandy. She's a good biblical woman. She just came back from church. Um, she's about to be 30 no kids in a career if you are interested in possibly getting to know Brandy we're gonna post this on Take Control as well please hit our DMs we wanna get some guys don't, to come don't in. post it on Take Control cause I don't want her to know who the people are gonna be so send it to me or Lynn yeah send it to one of us DM us and we can get this arranged right in time like for the flyer. holiday season <laughs> What? For the holiday season, girl. And yes. you can break up with him after Valentine's Day. You might Day. get a Christmas gift. I just want somebody to take me to the Her concert. December 2nd. I want to go. Let's go. The tickets are cheap. Let's go. It's in Cleveland, right? Yep. That's all yeah. I want to do for my birthday. That's that's fair. We don't get you. Don't do this shit if it works for me. I don't want y'all to do it if this works. I ain't going to do it because I know it ain't going to work for me. The fuck? <laughs> it ain't going to work for me either. Don't well, set me up with no. If, if somebody wants to take me out, don't set me up with nobody I wouldn't like. I know. We know what you we like. We're going to try. We're going to try. All right. Maybe I'll right. need to step out of my box. All right, y'all. So we're about to get out of here because we got a couple things to plan before we go do what we got to do on this lovely Sunday. All right? See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.